0: You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. I'm nearsighted. I have trouble seeing things that are far away. I have astigmatism, which can distort things. And as the years go by, I've also developed farsightedness where I struggle to see things up close and I'm falling apart. And spiritually speaking, I, I've struggled with all three of those in my life. Sometimes I see my own needs, and I'm nearsighted, but I don't see things far away. Sometimes, spiritually speaking, I struggle with astigmatism, and instead of seeing every person is made in the image of God and of great worth, I can see them through the lens of their shape, size, ability, disability, beauty, race, occupation. Then sometimes. I need my glasses because I'm farsighted, and I can see the flaws in others far away. I can see the splinter in the eyes of others, but I don't see the log in my own eyes. But to be honest with you, the spiritual lenses that I wore for far too long in my life was a set of safety goggles. (laughs) I don't know if you're like me, but for too long, I just played it safe. Afraid to get involved, afraid of getting scammed, afraid of getting used by people, not really in need, but taking advantage of me so I could slip on these protective lenses to protect myself from the messiness that compassion sometimes brings. I'm embarrassed to admit this, and I hope I'm the only one, but for many years I'd watch TV shows, documentaries about all the global needs in this world. I mean, I'd seen all the horrific images of dying children, the malnourished, sick babies, I'd listen to the pleas of organizations and ministries for involvement and donations, but the truth is, and I hope you don't lose total respect for me, it didn't really phase me. It didn't dramatically move me. But thankfully, God didn't give up on me, and He used a whole series of travels to the Dominican Republic, to Malawi, South Africa, Zambia, Kenya to get my attention and say, Do you see now? I'll never forget my first trip to Africa. I think it was about 16 years ago, and I believed my experience was going to be high impact. Everybody kept saying, it's going to change your life. It's going to change your life. And I was confident it would. But I was unprepared for the level of impact it would have and the depths that it would move my soul and change my view of the world. One of my first stops was in a remote village in the nation of Zambia. Because of the global AIDS crisis at the time, the average life expectancy in Zambia Expectancy in Zambia was 37 years, among the lowest in the world. And a lingering image I will see in my mind's eye for the rest of my life was a morning I spent sitting on a little front step of a small mud brick home with a thatched roof talking to an HIV AIDS infected mother with six children, two of whom were just infants. She told me about the loss and grief of burying her first husband and how unknowingly she became HIV infected by her second husband, also the father of the two small children. And when I asked her if either of their two small children had been tested for HIV, she just shook her head from side to side, and I'll never forget the fear in her eyes. I, I, I could see that even the thought that her two little ones could be part of the next wave of AIDS orphans was, was too much to bear or even consider. When I asked her if she sometimes feels overwhelmed by it all, tears welled up in her eyes, and she had to look away. I mean, the weight that that woman carried every day defied description. I walked away from her home, literally unable to speak. And I rejoined the rest of our team I was traveling with a couple miles away. And a friend asked me, what was your experience like back there at that home? And Barely able to talk, just three words slipped out of my mouth. I said, it wrecked me. And my friend put his arm around my shoulder and he said, Gene, don't ever forget this moment. You let it wreck you. Don't ever let it stop wrecking you. Seeing with my own eyes, smelling with my own nose, hearing with my own ears did something for me that no video, news report, book, magazine, article had ever been able to do. You know, sometimes in churches, we get so busy with our church programs, church activities. We don't have any time for the people who live on the edge. One of the reasons we Keep our focus simple on just three things at Eastside, pursuing God, building community, and unleashing compassion so that we always have margin in our lives to unleash compassion for those people who live on the edge, whether it's next door, right in our own community, and around the world. And today, I want to invite you to pray this prayer. Would you just pray, God, put someone in my path today and help me to see them with Jesus' eyes. Because Jesus was not nearsighted. Or far-sighted. He had no astigmatism or blind spots, but Jesus had tremendous peripheral vision for anyone who lived on the edge. God, I, I thank you that sometimes you take us through painful circumstances that open our eyes like you had to do in my own life. I'm embarrassed that it took so long. And I just pray that today you'll do what you need to do in all of our lives. Stretch us, grow us. Help us to see the people on the periphery that might be getting overlooked, who need a touch of love, who need a touch of kindness in this divisive COVID-19 impacted world, who need hope, who need Jesus. And I pray these things in his name. Amen. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple.